0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Atomic Skull Podcast. My name is Matt, and I have been looking forward to this episode for a long ass time. I am finally letting myself off my own leash with just enough slack to be able to blow smoke right up my own ass, which is no easy feat. Let me tell you, I have had to do some weird ass yoga poses to be able to accomplish that. I learned one called the Dirty snooky, which I think might be a sex thing. It's where you get so bendable that you're able to accomplish gym, tanning, and laundry all at the same time while getting gonorrhea. This week starts a series of episodes that is going to take us fist deep into 90s movies, which is a subject that is very near and dear to whatever's left of my heart. Now, 90s movies, as a thing, is a gargantuan subject, and it is one that is dangerous to traverse alone. But fear not, Weird Kids, because for these episodes, I have help. On the mic with me on this journey is a fellow nerd who knows his shit when it comes to movies and that's right you guys we finally have some testosterone in the room I don't often admit it when someone can wipe the floor with me when it comes to the number of movies seen the number of times movies have been seen and the overall knowledge but this dude might be able to do it in his sleep. He can definitely do it when he is awake and I am so fucking ready to dig into this with him. I want to introduce you guys as my guest host for the next couple of weeks, my good friend Amir. How you doing guys? And Amir, right before we started recording, just took a shot of Malort. How did that feel? It was horrible.
1: (laughs) I'm, I'm gonna be honest, it probably was the worst shot I've ever taken. It was an experience that I probably won't
0: want to do again so yeah (laughs) shout out to the great city of chicago so like my other guest hosts we're going to start with our origin story so basically kind of how it worked on my end it'll be quick right so how it worked on my end is when i started working with i you know best buy i can say because i'm not there anymore but when i started working there my manager said, "Yo, there's a guy who works in the warehouse in the back who knows his shit about movies and TV just like you do, and you should go talk to him." We had a dude who was basically organizing play dates with us before we ever even heard about each other. What was your version of that?
1: Um, kind of the same. So <laughs> he he came up to me and is like, "He's like, no, you know, you don't have a ton of people here to talk talk to about this stuff." And I was like, "I know, there's a few people. You know, I got my buddy over here." uh slima who some I know in the best Buy world he's he's one of my favorite people but same there was, a, there was another guy um i was told about he's like he's like yeah he, you know he just got to the store and he's like uh you should have a chat with him and i'm pretty sure i think we talked maybe the next day or maybe even that same day and i knew right away i was like oh damn okay I have yeah. another person i can come over and talk to about shit and we've been doing that ever since. It so. was
0: it was nice getting paid for like an hour to just stand <laughs> around. Again, I'm not with a company. I get to say this shit. <laughs> right. It was nice being able to just stand around during slow days in the middle of the week for oh. like an hour getting paid to talk about movies and bitch about TV shows and oh, shit. That was 100%. nice. Yeah. <laughs> now, it kind of went into the stratosphere with you and me when we both realized that we had the exact same favorite movie which is kind of fucking oh, wild oh, man which is coming to america motherfucking classic my all-time favorite movie your all-time favorite did you oh, see it in yes. the theater so i i have seen it in the theater okay um several times
1: me too and first of all even meeting someone who who loves that movie as much as i do is rare right because most people look at it like oh yeah it was a good eddie murphy movie yeah it was fun it was fine uh, not my favorite Fuck and, that, and I'm automatically you don't, like, I'm out.
0: You don't need these people in your life. No, I that's, need some, that that's some bullshit, man. It was Eddie in the '80s. <laughs> that was when it was all classics.
1: Oh, oh yeah. So as soon as I found out that was your favorite movie,
0: I was like, Yeah, I can see this working out pretty well for the both of us. So, <laughs> so absolutely. then and then we started dating. Uh, <laughs> and here's your quick. By the way, here's your quick dildo chronicle singular. Uh-huh. And this is a question for you: Have you ever had a hot girl talk her way out of? attraction with you like it was a girl like she looked good on sight, and mm-hmm. then she started to open her mouth right like mm-hmm. straight up bar scene and coming to america where uh-huh. she's just talking and talking and talking and then you're like you know what i'm done with and this just shit. talked her way out of oh yes it's happened several times <laughs> i had a dancer <laughs> who worked at the strip club down the street so um, with my one dildo chronicle i had a dancer right. and she comes in and she's molten hot right yeah. She is fucking lava hot and she's straight up does what that bitch did in coming to america oh, and she's just like man. i'm a dancer but i also work as a bartender but i'm a dancer because i want to get into adult videos and then i want to yeah. start my adult videos because i want to produce my own adult videos and then i want to direct them and i want to distribute yeah. my adult videos but i also want to be a singer and i want to cross over into mainstream and i'm doing this and making thirteen thousand oh, dollars a month God. and i have an only fans but it's all one. the time to- and The, finally, I'm just like, we just need to get her out of here because I just can't, I don't want to look at her anymore because I don't want to have to listen to this shit. No. It reminded me 100% of that movie, like right when it happened and I was laughing, but nobody else at work got it. And that's, I think when I missed you the most, I was like, oh, fuck, man. Yeah. As as,
1: As soon as, you know, they, as soon as someone starts talking and they just, they keep it going and they keep it going and you hit a point where you're just like, okay. I think we've 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 reached the expiration date on this, so it's it's time to move on. It's just not gonna it's not gonna happen. So,
0: ironically, that's probably what we're doing exactly right now. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Before you and I, before we start saving Private Ryan, uh-huh. there's the usual bullshit that we got to get through for. This episode, right? And mm-hmm. then there's the thing we got to get through for you, right? Uh, which is uh, to get the audience to know you a little bit better. Mm-hmm. We are going to talk. I want you to talk about five things to put into a pentagram to summon you.
1: Yeah. So here's the thing. If anyone who knows me, number
0: one, I mean, it's obviously Dutch Bros chocolate milk. Right? Oh my god. So I mentioned. <laughs> My hatred for Dutch Bros many times, but the one thing I do like is that chocolate milk. And this is the gentleman over here who turned me on to it, and it Ugh. it changed my life, man. It's the only thing I order. I mean, he knows I like thick things. Oh, and oh the my milk god, is thick anything thick? We put it near and oh. on and around our mouths. Yes. That's it. it, it and it's, and it's, it's, it's thick, <laughs> and it's
1: rich, and it's delicious. Three of my favorite things. <laughs> I might marry so, it. <laughs> exactly.
0: If I could, I would. Sorry, Mrs. What's-her-name. <laughs> <laughs> but Dutch Bros. Chocolate Milk, so that's that's number one. Again, so. if you're going to order it, because this is what you told me, mm-hmm. Dutch, you go to Dutch Bros., Cold pour chocolate milk. Yes, yes. Don't, and then
1: a change your life. Don't get it ice because nah. that is how they. W- if you just say I want a chocolate milk, they they will bring it up with ice. Ugh. And I don't know who wants watered down chocolate milk, but apparently there are psychopaths out there that that enjoy that. Gross. Uh, hey, I, I wish you the best in your life. <laughs> but that's that's not how chocolate milk is supposed to be consumed. So, you know, I, I'll pass on that. That's for sure. <laughs> But, uh, so obviously chocolate milk. Those all right. Gross. Okay. Um, also anyone else who knows me, Monopoly. Monopoly. Is, is yeah. my other big thing. Yeah. So I have to have some sort of Monopoly board.
0: Okay. Just the know. board specifically, or you want the board set up? Um, probably unopened.
1: Unopened. That's how I have them.
0: Straight up Monopoly, or you want, cause you, cause so you guys, Amir, mm-hmm. my guy over here mm-hmm. has many, many different kinds of unopened Monopolies. And it's I've true. always wanted to ask, is this a sex thing? Like, what's the monopoly? At first, it started that way. Did it really? It or it not? <laughs> no, 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 no Oh, no. my God. <laughs> no. This is about to be the no. best episode in the history of podcasts.
1: Um, no, it actually So, I got one for my birthday one year. Mm. And my friend, she bought it for me. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And then I got another one. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to open this. And then it kind of just led to this obsession of me just... Buying monopolies and not opening them, and now I'm just under what 90 monopolies unopened. (laughs) Oh my god! So
0: some say it's a problem, you know. (laughs) Who's, who's some, Uh, who's some, are we going to name some names and addresses and five biggest fears? We're going to,
1: we're going to, we're going to call some people out. Um, (laughs) You know, no, no, I'm not going to name any names, but um, yeah, a lot of people have thought that, but it's also one of the more interesting collections out there. So it definitely is.
0: So which piece do you use when you actually play, which I'll bet you is never, I, I feel like you, you love them, but you never play them.
1: Yeah, I, I I never play. Okay. Listless, when you I mean, do
0: when you do play, what's the piece? I mean, if, I
1: use? mean, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna use the the race car because okay. I want to get Pasco go and collect two hundred dollars as fast as possible, and then be out because I'm done with Monopoly after that. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. that <laughs> can I'm last four hours. For, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that can
0: last for fucking days. <laughs> right. The Zack Snyder movie <laughs> out here. All right, and then thing number three.
1: Yeah, thing number three uh, with me. It's going to be a Super Nintendo controller, because Fuck yeah. I am a huge gamer, and Super Nintendo is my favorite console of all time. Right on. And it is the best console of all time, so anyone who says otherwise, we can meet outside. Yeah, that's, uh, that's true. Super Nintendo... I'm a Nintendo Fucking, yeah. fanboy. That's what I grew up on. And Super too. Nintendo is just the pinnacle for me.
0: Yeah. For gaming. For sure. You like Sega Genesis, you suck. Super yeah. Nintendo is better. I like Sonic Fine. Yeah, Super Nintendo, Nintendo in general, is just better. What's your favorite Super Nintendo game? Oh, man. Ew,
1: oof. That's a, you know what? Uh, Earthbound is a mm. classic Final Fantasy VI. Yep. I mean, you can't... Super Mario World, you can't play a Super Nintendo without Super Mario World. That's true. Um, there's just so many. Yeah. But if I had to choose a favorite, it's probably... Uh, I was a big Earthbound fan. So, cool. All right. Yeah, 100%. Yep. All and right, really next, mean, all next right. one. Let's go. Um, this is a uh, another one, anyone who knows me. I need a uh, dimly lit movie theater auditorium.
0: Ah, just, yeah. Yeah.
1: I can't, you know, if I could be, if I could have been born in a movie theater, mm-hmm.
0: I wish that would have happened. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, my parents failed me on that, so. Well, you know, we'll have a talk with them later. But I lived the there enough. If yeah. I like I was born there. So, you know. uh, what, how many, what's the most number of movies you've seen in a day? In a day, oh man, let's see.
1: Probably, I think the most I've probably done is like five or six.
0: In a day? In a day. In a theater? Yeah. Yeah, he wipes the floor with me, Yes. Yeah. I, like, I've had to... <laughs> a few times, but that is it. I can't. I can't get close to that. I gotta. I yeah. gotta. I gotta do shit. I've done. Yeah, I've
1: done um, numerous times. I've done four, but I think. I think my record is six, which I don't even know how I even fitted that many into a day. But yeah, I somehow got six in.
0: Jesus Christ, man. You know what color do you like your ugly carpet in the movie theater?
1: Um. Oh, it has to be that. What is it? Burgundy and green triangle pattern that the old Harkins used to have on camel view, view over there before they uh, remodeled it
0: and made it look nice before they made it look nice it's horrible it looked yep. like
1: you know your grandmother's carpet <laughs> you know from her house that she had in the in the
0: 1950s so <laughs> I'm with you on that yeah. man the you know and we've talked about this before movie theaters they're magical man when you walk oh. in in that feeling like there's nothing like that feeling when you walk into a movie theater no i always have to bite my tongue whenever somebody's like i don't like going to the movies fuck you dude yeah movie theaters there's nothing like going to a movie no and that is always where i'm taking someone on the first date yeah if, is, they, if they can't if they can't do it there's no
1: point if they don't like the atmosphere of a movie theater it's it's not gonna work no
0: that's for sure so all right you No. Know. <laughs> and then
1: the last the last thing to summon you So, the last thing, I'm a huge Batman fan. Okay. So, the Dark Knight Returns number one issue Mm -hmm. would be the next thing that would do it. It was a toss-up between that and a 33-ounce bottle of Smart Water. (laughs)
0: you know yeah but batman was there before smart water so i have to give it to batman yeah that's that's true batman might be more important than water there's so many things that would not exist without batman i've talked about this in the episodes that's true i can't believe so many of you haters (laughs) orphan haters would want to get (laughs) rid of batman over tacos you guys are insane
1: that's that's insane to me
0: wow oh man all right so that's some nerd credentials right there like that's some instant nerd cred so this is the kind of episode that you guys can be expecting so ladies if your vaginas are drying up right now i apologize you might want (laughs) to get a little bit of lube because it's going to get way nerdier between the two of us because there's going to be a point by the time we get to the 90s movies where fuck the mics we're just going to be talking Oh yeah. So, 100%. oh my god, it's just it's just it's going to get crazier and crazier. Let's take care of some housekeeping first, all right? So, I'm going to do best and worst of the week. For best of the week, I want to talk about the opening night of the Taylor Swift tour, which happened in town. That okay. happened locally. That was here in Glendale. Did you have a lot of people on your socials post about going? Um,
1: tons of people. Did you and really? I, and I had Two or three, three people from work that went to the concert. Oh no, shit! And listen, I can name three Taylor Swift songs. Mm-hmm. I know twenty-two. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Good um. One. Yeah, I know that. Um, <laughs> That's <not> Usher. <sure>. Yeah, <laughs> that is Usher. Sure. Um, yeah, I can't name any, many songs. Yeah, she, she's she has some bops. No, no she don't, doesn't don't get me wrong. There's,
0: I'm not. So this is. I'm literally. Making this the best of the week. Yeah, I have talked about my love, well, my (laughs) like as a friend for Taylor Swift many times over in the episodes. But let me explain something to you. My Mm. fucking Instagram (laughs) was saturated. Oh yeah, with white girl (laughs) hoes wearing white girl clothes, Uh doing the white girl pose Mm -hmm. on the fucking. Pumpkin Spice Parade over to Glendale to yep. go fucking see Taylor Swift. But I will be the first to give credit where it's due. She played yes. for three hours. I heard 44 songs, breaks it down by album. Yeah. Which usually I don't like. I actually saw a Treyu, who uh-huh. are nothing fucking like Taylor Swift, but I saw a Treyu at a state fair many years ago. I'm not proud of it. I don't fucking like a trayu, but I was horny and the girl that I was with <laughs> at the right. time wanted to go. <laughs> right. right? So she was like, "Here's my tits, let's go see a trayu." I said, yeah. "Absolutely." Yeah. So, one of the singers, there's mm-hmm. two singers in a trayu and they're both fucking awful. One of them just says after their first song, "We're going to perform every single we've released backwards in chronological order." That was the laziest fucking show <laughs> I have ever seen. This side of fucking Adam Duritz from the Counting Crows checking his pager. In the middle of singing a song on stage, which happened when I went and saw the fucking Counting Crows back in 1990, I don't want to talk about that pager (laughs) 911. I guess (laughs) it was a 911 thing. So. Taylor, though, she did the whole nostalgia thing, yeah. and she turned each one of her albums into, like, a chapter of her show, right. which for them girls growing up, right, was kind of like yeah. a chapter of their lives. It's kind of poetic. I can understand that. I can appreciate that. So I actually have a Taylor Swift story. Oh, come on now. I
1: actually, so this is a true story. So while I'm not the biggest Taylor Swift fan, actually, I went to, I got to see her at the Staples Center in LA. No. I went to a Taylor Swift concert. Why? And then the the girl who I was with at the time, yeah. She worked for a grocery chain and she won free tickets, all expense paid. Um, listen, hotel, tickets to the Staples Center to see her show, uh, food, everything. It was wow. for two days. Yeah, and this and this was I've oh my god, twenty I don't know, 2012, 2013, whenever it okay. was. Damn. Um but you know who opened for her was Ed Sheeran. No, shit. Ed Sheeran opened for her, and J-Lo was like her special guest. Really? Yes. So, yes. so I've actually seen her in concert, and here's the thing. I didn't see the concert because the girls in front of me with the posters yeah. stood up in front of me the entire time. So that's saw so a little bit. Let me ask you a question.
0: Uh-huh. You saw Taylor Swift yes. with Ed Sheeran. Yes. Were you the only black dude in the audience? I think I was. There you, there, I'm, has, I'm, there has to be. I'm, I'm pretty sure there was maybe,
1: uh, there was a black dad there. You know, he had, okay. He had daughters. Right. Um, but oh that my was God. it. God. of Out of 40,000 people or how many other people that stadium holds. Right. Yeah. I can't so. believe you, I didn't know that. <laughs> I really, yeah. Oh I, my God. I actually went to a Taylor Swift concert and it was, uh, it was fun.
0: But yeah, I I didn't know if anything about if, her at that. If time. she's good, she's good. Yeah, she you know what I mean. Good. And yeah. she was good at this show. She gave her fans exactly what they wanted uh-huh. while staying true to herself. Yeah, I respect that. I wouldn't pay young white girl. My daddy is in the private <laughs> sector. Money, right? For that, but right. I totally fucking get it. I get it. So that is the best of the week. Yes. And yes. I understand. You told me like right before we started recording that you have. A best and worst of the week as well. Do you want to do your best yeah, of the week real quick? Yeah. So
1: my best of the week is—I mean, this is on brand for me. Um, Blockbuster Video just popped up online again. Yeah. Their website domain is live, <laughs> and I think it says "Be Kind Rewind," which anyone who's older than the age of twenty-five should know what that is. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of mystery about what's going on with that. Are they making a comeback? Are they going to? Um, Hoping they're online and just maybe you know uh, start a some sort of streaming service for them, like they tried to back in the day. Who knows? But yeah, anytime Blockbuster pops up online,
0: I'm automatically interested. Yo, Friday night paying five <laughs> bucks on a Friday night for a new release, if like the one oh, that nobody man. again goes back to movies. Right, the movie theater feeling is amazing. Yes. The second movie feeling is finding that one video and it's at the counter right you go yes. talk to the girl at the counter yes and you're like yo has anybody brought back you know fucking being john malkovich or some shit yeah and they're like oh yeah i got one right here and you score it for friday night and that was the move people
1: don't know you know who are at a, of a certain age yeah don't know the feeling of walking into a store where you rent movies yeah they're like, wait, what do you mean? You could just do that on iTunes. N- no, no, no. This, this was a physical iTunes. Yeah. So you walk in, you rent your movie, you walk down those aisles, and yeah, there were times where they didn't have it in stock, or you get a movie take it home. And it wasn't rewound. That's why the, the, the phrase Be Kind, Rewind came about. Yep. You had to rewind movies, kids.
0: Would they? Yeah. they would, And they would charge <laughs> you, you guys. Yes. They would charge you 50 cents if you did not rewind your VHS tapes. Yes. This is a history lesson. Oh, 100%. For all, for all you young children out there. Yes. If you did not rewind your video, you would fucking have to pay money for yep. them to do it, which is wild when you think about the time oh, we crazy. live in right now. It's crazy. Oh, my God. But that was some of the most fun times as a kid. Yeah, for sure. And now
1: all of that's kinda just, you know, oh if it's on iTunes for six ninety nine, sounds good to me, but no. I'm all about the physical aspect. Yeah. So
0: fucking hipster. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that feeling was great and hey, they popped back up online, so um, listen, I'm down for it, even if it's like a blockbuster pop up in each state or something. that would be awesome. You know? I'd go. Give me something and I'll I'll go and support.
0: All right. So for the worst of the week for myself, did you hear about the girl that Chris Brown brought up on stage at one of his shows? I sure did. He gave this girl a lap dance, which like a lot of like Nicki Minaj did it. Usher does it. Yes. Chris Brown does it at the show, right? Yes. So they find an audience member. They sit him down in a chair. They just give him... It's part of the show. It's a choreographed yes. part of the show. They give him the business. Yes. Right? They give him, like, an extra special something, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't... It, you know, it's Chris Brown. He didn't beat her up or anything. But he... Yeah. You know, he... he Not Could have beat her pussy up, right? <laughs> <laughs> but this girl, she got brought up on stage, got the business in a good way from Chris Brown. And then her fucking boyfriend breaks up with her because Mm -hmm. chris brown brought her up on stage you have you have a young lady who has your affections right you got you're seeing a very nice girl yes would you have an issue with that at all no that's that's, i cannot imagine the idea of that fucking guy
1: yeah that's i honestly probably think he was he did it out of embarrassment you know what's there to be embarrassed about listen tiktok and twitter are uh can be uh, you know, pretty pretty fun for certain people when they're getting roasted half of the time. <laughs> so I think he <laughs> I just guess. got roasted and got his feelings hurt. But yeah,
0: no, I wouldn't do that. That's a little much. So my beautiful wife, Mrs. What's her name, so she's actually gonna be so fucking pissed that I'm telling this story. She went on Saint Patrick's Day and it was for it was for her mom's birthday a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. She went to one of those like traveling male review shows. Yep. And it was it was, you know, Hot dudes with abs and you know yeah. Thunder and, Down and, Under type and, thing. Yeah, Thunder from mm-hmm. Down Under, right? Mm-hmm. They got they got the height and they got the abs and they yeah. got the no chest hair and the no back hair. Basically all the things that I don't. They they had all of that. Right. And they are monetizing it, which fuck right. yeah, dude. Good for them. Right. She is a total attention hoe. So they're looking for girls to get up on stage. And I wasn't there, right? Obviously, like, this were the girlies, right? Yes, so it was yes. a group of girls. Yes. She was drunk as fuck on Jameson, right? right. St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. Dude brought the chocolatiest daddy I have ever seen <laughs> because one of her friends sent me a video of it, which uh-huh. I still have and Cherish. Yes. That dude brought her up, and she has no shame. She was wearing a dress. Yeah. I think everybody... Sorry to my mother-in-law. I'm sorry, CJ. But I think everyone in that audience saw some pussy. They, like, <laughs> oh, right. like, he flipped her upside down <laughs> and just started, like, dry-humping yeah. the shit out of it. I loved yeah. it, dude. I thought it was fucking hysterical. Hey, you should be proud that
1: uh, you're the person you're with has become a part of the show. Yeah, that's yeah. True. I mean, that's just true. what would I do without
0: her? Man? Let's let's be honest. Yeah. So, that sounds like a good time, and it's a memory unlocked. You look, so. dude, it, I don't care who it is. I don't care if it is Usher, if it's Chris Brown, if it's Thundering yeah. from Down Under. End. They are greasing the wheels oh, so yeah. that we can ride the bike. That is all I care about. Exactly. Yeah. Like you, you take your woman to a Michael B. Jordan meet and greet. Oh, my you're God. just warming up the platter for later. Dude, you're you good. take me to a Michael B. Jordan meet and greet. You're doing the same shit. That man oh, right. is good looking. And smart. Yeah. And a 100%. damn good actor. Oh, my God. Yes. yes. yes so, and then what do you got for worst of the week?
1: Yeah, worst of the week. So, um, kind of sad, but uh, Lance Reddick died. It was going um, to be something
0: I was going to talk about. That's yeah, such he, a pisser, he, man. Yeah, he
1: passed away. And obviously, if you don't know him, he's, he was in Fringe. He was in John Wick. Which, the new John Wick is opening soon. Getting killer reviews. Um, he was also in Bosch. And then most recently, he was in the Resident Evil reboot on Netflix yep. which wasn't horrible nope. he was the best part about it which he usually is in a lot of things he's in because yep. he's a great actor so that's, that
0: was a bummer hearing about that and That yeah. was
1: only 60 man it's, yeah it's, dude I, did like,
0: not, I didn't see that one coming man that was a heartbreak yeah, I just, love Lance you know
1: dropping dead and that's, that's, that's brutal so yeah, that one that's, sucks, that's, that's, that's by far the worst of the week for me
0: for sure and then for song of the week there is no getting out of this episode alive without doing a song from a 90's movie Got to. But when it comes to 90s movies, I started thinking about it. The songs that were kind of written, like the, the main songs from 90s movies. Mm-hmm. Check out this sappy bullshit. All right? Okay. Are you ready for the shit? Okay. My Heart Will Go On, uh-huh. which is the worst of the best. Right? I awful, hate that fucking song. But it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's awful, terrible, but it's great at the same time. Right. Uh-huh. Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls from City of Angels, which if City of Angels is on your list, I will be excusing you, just letting you know. (laughs) Right. I Will Always Love You, which is probably the best one for the sappy, right? Yes. We got Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Imagine a 90s superhero movie, right? Mm Because all the superhero movies now are playing like classic rock and all all that shit, which is great. I have no issues. Right. Right. Imagine a superhero movie in the 90s having that fucking bullshit is their flagship song is someone who loves batman like i do did hearing seal sing about kiss and roses did that did that get you pumped up did nothing for me (laughs) did nothing for me but i hey i was along for the ride so right i'm happy happy it was there and then uh i thought of everything i do i do it for you by brian adams from robin hood prince of thieves the movie Mm-hmm. where everybody has an English accent, except for fucking Kevin Costner and Morgan Freeman, <laughs> who were from America, which technically hadn't even yes. been discovered yet, yes. if you if you know anything about history. <laughs> and then there was, of course, my personal favorite, not the song of the week, but I don't want to miss a thing from Armageddon. I love Aerosmith. I've got a big cool. old Aerosmith tattoo on my mm-hmm. arm. I cannot have my first Aerosmith song right. of the week be that Sappy fucking shit. I'm not going to do a sappy song. So fuck that. <laughs> I did think about Gangsta's Paradise, oh, which, yeah. was, which was the other one, right? R.I.P. Coolio. Yeah. Right? And that was a good song. That was a good like, one. That was the one that brought rap to white people and made parents go, oh, you know, maybe it's not that bad, right? White yeah. parents in the 90s who were scared of right. every single thing that wasn't mayonnaise on a sandwich, you know? <laughs> For my money, though, if I'm going to do a song from a 90s movie... I want to do one that wasn't just written for the movie, but was written in the movie. So the song of the week in honor of this episode is going to be That Thing You Do by The Wonders from the movie of the same name, uh, written and directed by Mr. Tom Hanks. Now, that song was That Thing You Do was written by Adam Schlesinger. Fuck me, and Jerry. And I didn't even take a shot of tequila. <laughs> I'm stone cold sober right now. <laughs> I couldn't say that. Adam either. Schlesinger, who he also wrote, he was in Fountains of Wayne, he also wrote Stacy's Mom. Did he really? Yeah. So he wrote Stacy's Mom and That Thing You Do. So That wow. Thing You Do by The Wonders is this week's Song of the Week. It is on the Atomic Skull podcast, Songs of the Playlist on Spotify. It is a total serotonin song for me. The song makes me super fucking happy and i like that movie yeah right the move for I what it was it. yeah for I what it, it, it was movie it was a good time yeah now that we got that out of the way so let's get into it so here is what we are going to do you guys we are going to do the top 11 goodest movies of the 90s we were going to do a top 10 but i couldn't fucking bring myself to eliminate the last one and after literally giving myself a headache about it i realized fuck it this is my show I'm, right. pl- I'm making it 11. <laughs> Suck my ass. Yeah. I want to explain the idea of the whole thing that we're doing before we start. This isn't your average iconic 90s, era-defining, best picture-winning, beautiful cinema, English patient, American beauty type of Schindler's List, mm. right? right? These are movies that are just fucking solid. They are classics. They are rewatchable. They're the ones that when you are on the couch channel surfing you come across the movie and the remote goes down they're the movies that you are looking for in blockbuster they're not in the new release section you're just like fuck i haven't seen that in forever man i want to check that one again oh yeah so that is why we're calling it the goodest movies because they aren't necessarily the best they're just fucking enjoyable they're the goodest they're the goodest you can watch them as many times as you want and they never they never depreciate and we each have our own list of 11 Yes. that we're going to go through. I don't know about you, mm-hmm. but my list is fucking nuts. So, Quentin Tarantino and, and David Fincher, who are two of my favorite directors, who did some of their best work in the 90s, neither of them are going to be on my list. Neither of them. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I'm terrified.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to try to justify that as I go through, but I think I'm going to fail really really hard because they are literally two of my favorite directors and i'm 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 actually kind of pissed at myself that i left them off the list but i want to try to not be pretentious with this one yeah two things before we actually get to the list so first i want to acknowledge cinefix which is a uh, youtube channel that i absolutely love and it is they do movie lists Similar to this one, and they definitely inspired me to want to do a list like this. Because I watch their stuff on YouTube, every single list they put out, and I think they're slightly pretentious, but really awesome overall. So I fucking love Cinefix. I definitely want to acknowledge them as kind of a source for this. And then second, and I haven't told Amir this, but I brought up that you and I have the same favorite movie. Yes. Because... I am going to take a shot of tequila for every single time we both have the same movie on the list. It doesn't have to be the same number, but if there are any movies, which I think there's at least one, we kind of talked about it, I think there's at least one, one. so every time we have the same movie, I am going to do a shot of tequila. So I've got the bottle next to me (laughs) with a big old shot glass, and I am... Yeah. I'm, I'm fucking terrified. Amir's not going to be doing it because he has to drive home. But I am home. <laughs> and I have the rest of the day. So if I, I can just pass out if I fucking want to. Yeah. So I am going to go first with my number 11 goodest movie of the 90s. Okay. The ass-kicking movie. Yes. Not action, but pure ass-kickery that is loosely tied together by a plot that doesn't matter at all. And I'm thinking shit like tombstone Uh i'm thinking shit like air force one right boondock saints yeah con air army of darkness yeah but for me when i think of the ass kicking movie that i can watch over and over again that is fucking badass Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go with desperado oh which is my number 11 robert rodriguez back in the 90s Uh uh-huh He was just different. He was a different filmmaker. Yes, he was. Since then, he's done Spy Kids. Yes, he's done Sin City, which I love. I love the second Sin City. I love Spy Kids. Yeah, Spy Kids is fucking great. (laughs) He did the second Sin City, which is also a movie. Yep, (laughs) it's a movie. It is definitely. We can confirm that it is a. It is a (laughs) movie. Uh, And he did Alita. He did Alita: (laughs) Battle Angel, which was good. Yes, I think that was a little underrated. It was. Yeah, I liked it. But Desperado was his first big budget movie first time i saw antonio banderas who my grandma had an immediate crush on yes Selma hayek who i had an immediate crush on oh that tell me that the bar scene that bar that shootout at the bar right cheech marin and all this like tell me that that scene wasn't fucking badass that movie was great i fucking love
1: that movie just from the cast i mean the direction in it was awesome like it was it was one of the most fun movies yeah that you can watch back then
0: and best sex scene it holds in the, up best sex scene in the 90s where banderas <laughs> where he fucking drags he just puts a spur on top of her ass oh why not man. why wouldn't you he puts the, he just takes a spur and just runs it over her ass for no reason. And we've, we've seen them do the car over someone's ass in, like, TikTok
1: videos. Yeah, absolutely. He did it before
0: TikTok, yeah, so... Yeah, exactly. He was, he was the origin of that. <laughs> yes. The soundtrack to it was fucking great. The style was oh, great. Yes. They had a little bit of Mexico style in it. They had a little bit of Southwest style in yes. it. Yes. They were... Um, shit, dude. Banderas played guitar in the movie. Yes. And then when he brought his other two guitar dudes, and they both opened up their cases, and it was just full of guns and shit for the third act. That was just fucking... Insane. Yeah, that i fucking love that movie man it's it's a good movie
1: all right and I'm, I'm gonna match your energy okay on on the you know just the badass and the the kick-ass theme that that he just went with right there okay one of my favorite guys watching growing up and he did his own stunts okay he was an international star and was just and blew up in America. Fuck yeah! Now, guys, Jackie Chan. Oh, fucking. Jackie and Chan. we're talking about Rumble in the Bronx. Oh,
0: Rumble in the fucking Bronx is a classic. Rumble in
1: the Bronx. Oh, it's So good. Still one of my fit. Fa- I swear, anytime that movie's just on. Yeah. And like I know, I I know cable was a thing, and like anytime it would just be on, I would literally put the remote down. Yeah. And just watch him beat everyone's ass. A room full of 20 guys coming into the convenience store, and he just mops the floor with them. Fuck yeah, man. You know. And it, it was him. It was him. Oh, my God. It was God. him doing his own stunts. Yeah. It was him getting hurt. You know, you can tell. You can tell when he got hurt, because they did those little quick cutaways. They're like, oh, yeah, that was, he, we had to cut that, because yeah, he got hurt. He broke we his elbow to, on that he one. He broke yeah. something. Right. And I was just a huge Jackie Chan fan, and there's there's something that's just like a homemade bowl of tomato soup. Right. You know,
0: yeah, with some grilled cheese on his. How that movie made me feel for so, sure. Oh my love God. That was, I love Rambo and the I had never heard of Jackie Chan <laughs> before that, and my grandma yeah. took me to see it, and I was blown away because I had read even because I was a nerd even back then, obviously, yeah. and I was like, oh, he did all his own fucking stunts. That's yes. wild. Yes. Oh man, it was so fucking good. So amazing. different kind of martial arts movie than oh, I had seen previously. Yes, and he and he really brought the. um because
1: everyone loved like just the the badass martial arts. He brought comedy, yeah, to martial
0: arts. Fuck yeah, and that's and what made both them a of star. them work. Yes, really well. Absolutely right on. Absolutely. So for my number ten, there were two types of movies that the nineties did particularly well, and that was the mind fuck movie and then the horror thriller movie. Mm-hmm. Particularly when they did them together, yeah, is kind of my favorite. For mindfuck movies, right? We've got the usual suspects. We've got Seven, The Game, which Mm -hmm. The Game is super underrated. I know it was done. It was underrated. Right after. I think it was right after Seven, Fincher did. I think it was, yes. Yeah, and I, again, love Michael Douglas, and that movie was fucking wild. There was so much shit going on. It gave me a headache, but I liked it. Uh, Devil's Advocate, Misery, In the Mouth of Madness, which is, oh my god, that movie was fucking (laughs) weird. Yes. And then. And then a shout out for the good, the great horror movies of the 90s, right? Scream, Uh Sixth Sense, Interview with the Vampire, Tremors, Stir of Echoes. But for a movie that did both Mm -hmm. really well with a stacked cast that was a fucking thriller, it was a horror movie, and it was a mind fuck, my number 10 choice is Fallen. Starring Denzel Washington, John Goodman. Donald Sutherland, James Gandolfini, yes, all were in it. It was a movie about a demon who could possess yes. people by touching them, but yes. it was done very down to earth, very real world style. The Denzel movie that people forget Denzel was in, which is a which is a fucking <laughs> crime. It is a crime. It is criminal. It really is. I and it's not streaming on anything. No, it's I'm not. so pissed because that movie should be talked about. With any fucking horror thriller up there. And it has one of the best, like, unsettling endings... Yeah. That I've ever fucking seen. Yeah. And I love that fucking flick, man. I love Denzel. I love him because he was not trying to, like, be Denzel. No, for He was for trying sure. to do something for a sure. little bit different. And I thought he succeeded. Yeah, it was,
1: it was another movie that kind of... It was really good. And it also kind of reminded me of how The Bone Collector... Oh, was was great. like received? It wasn't. It wasn't a movie that was blown up or anything right. like that. Yeah, but it was really good. It's solid. And people just kind of just wrote it, wrote it off. So, and, which and is a was, pisser, man? It's weird. Yeah, it was sure. always weird. But here, you mentioned something like a mindfuck movie, um, horror elements, as yep. you say. Yep. I'm gonna give you one that's. Um, we can we can call this horror. Okay. When uh, Nick Cage and. Uh, <laughs> Hey, Say when, less. Say on, less. When, when Nick when Nick Cage swaps faces. With somebody, oh no! Oh, God. When you when you get to swap faces, that is considered like body horror, right? So, face off. John Travolta and Nick Cage swapping faces. That, that is a horror movie. That is a horror movie, a horror is movie, is a
0: horror horror movie for sure.
1: And that <laughs> movie. That movie was so much fun. Oh, it I don't, was. I, don't oh. I don't know why that movie doesn't get talked about enough even when you talk about Nick Cage movies today. No one really brings up Face Off.
0: They're, they're, Which they're, is a crime. John Woo did that, right? Didn't John did. Woo do
1: that? He did. John Woo was the fucking action director of the nineties. John Woo did some amazing action movies. Hard Boiled being one of oh, his most is iconic, a classic. Yeah, he was. He was famous for the White Doves. Mm-hmm. You know, you mm-hmm. have a, a big shootout, and then White Doves just uh, just appeared out of nowhere. Face Off was amazing, man. They had a great boat chase scene. Yeah. I mean, those two, Nick Cage and John Travolta, just ripping on each other an entire movie yeah. was just classic. They
0: played off each other
1: so and I, well. And I just can't believe that that movie doesn't get brought up more. <laughs> that's so fair. that that's that's 10 of my
0: list. And it, All right. uh, and it deserves that spot. Fucking A. <laughs> so last week, number nine for me. So last week I talked about how some movies have aged horribly. And I mm-hmm. want to do one that is kind of the opposite of that. This one started out... Is a bad movie. It started out as kind of a joke and then it ended up aging like fine wine Uh into something else entirely. There is nothing that I can compare this movie to. So my number nine pick is Demolition Man. Oh man. Wesley Snipes. That was on my list, believe it or not, but I took it off. Fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Wesley Snipes. That is Wesley Snipesiest. Oh, yep. Stallone. Yep. Throwing down comedy chops. Do you know how to use the three shells, by the way? Oh, man. You can't get out of the 90s without knowing how to use the three shells. Yes. And I am... So I love Demolition Man so much, right? So Dinner and Dancing at Taco Bell was one of the fucking wildest things I had seen in a movie. Right. And it is so good. It has like this utopian feel to it where if you watch it in 2023... You're yeah. like, holy shit, man, this actually, you know, th- yeah. they kind of got it oh, a yeah. little closer to right, right. than <laughs> we are comfortable admitting. Yes. And it was, the the action was fine. The action was fine. Yeah, it was but good. But the comedy was fucking great. The comedy is what made that movie. Oh, God, it the was so good. The comedy is what made that movie. It was so good. I am even going to give Rob Schneider one free pass on this list. <laughs> that is it. I think the closest thing to Demolition Man in terms of craziness was Wild Things. Which was a, which was a killer movie. Oh yeah, and it was fucking weird. That had but Demolition Man is fuck it. It's rewatchable. Oh yeah, it's funny. It it just aged really really well, surprisingly well on accident. Yeah, and, and... I was going to put wild things
1: in there for two good
0: reasons. <laughs> well, but it was it Denise Richards and Ned yeah, Campbell. Exactly, those were the reasons. Yeah, <laughs> and Kevin Bacon's <laughs> half-assed piece. Oh man, yeah,
1: that that's that's a good one. Yep. I mean, Demolition Man, um, that was on my list. Like I, like I just said, I took it off. And I took it off for another action movie. Okay. There was a horse in the elevator at one point. <laughs> um, and the biggest action hero of the 80s. Uh-huh. And who seeped
0: into the 90s, Last Action Hero. Oh, Last Action Hero. Another one that started as a joke. Yes. And it got bombed. Review it wise, it did, but it aged yes really well. It it turned same into same shit.
1: It turned into one of those cult movies that yeah. everyone critics hated it. People in the industry hated it, mm-hmm. and it was just one of those. If you weren't a Schwarzenegger fan, yeah, you're probably gonna hate the movie. Yeah, and I loved it because it was so meta. Right. Yeah,
0: was that the first time Arnold was really that meta I think it was yeah he it showed that he didn't take himself very seriously no
1: and 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 he knew he was the guy the one-liners the, yeah. the big muscle guy the meathead who you know who just just throws around his weight and his persona on screen mm-hmm. and that's all people cared about right and yeah and he took that and ran with it yeah and it was amazing yeah like, I don't I don't understand the hate that that got. I get it from a critical standpoint. They were just like, yeah, this movie is a joke. Right. That was Arnold Schwarzenegger's version
0: of Deadpool before Deadpool. True. So fucking true. You know, Facts. when you think about it. So yeah. it's just crazy because he showed that he could do comedy in the '80s. He did Kindergarten yeah. Cop and Twins back yep. to back. He yep. can. He's a funny guy. He's a legit funny yeah. dude. He is. And he is self-aware. Yes. But like that was very meta. But yes. I think that people didn't understand the idea of that.
1: Right. And I guess the downside is, yeah, he had to deal with True Lies being close to it.
0: Right. Which
1: another thing was on my list, mm-hmm. the, but True Lies, well, you know, he was that was he was fantastic in that. Oh yeah. But Last Action Hero is just one of those you just can't turn it off when it's on.
0: No, no, no. no. It's a really, really good movie. <laughs> All right, that is where we are going to leave off and turn you guys loose for the week. We appreciate you letting us tempt you with just a couple of items from our lists, and I assure you that there is going to be much more where that came from. So we are going to pick up next week with the conclusion... Of the goodest movies of the 90s, so be sure to tune in for that. Also, you guys, if you would subscribe to this little shit show here on the Spotify's and the Apple Podcasts and give me five stars, I'd appreciate it so much. I hope you guys have just as much of a blast listening to these things as I do making them. Apologies to my mother in law, and how are you doing?